Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, 12th episode. For those of you who have been watching on YouTube, which uh, it's not been a lot, even though I've asked you to go watch it on the video platforms, you refuse to fucking go watch it. You like audio only, which is fine. I'm not going to air my grievances out again with you fucking people. But I did do an episode last week. It just got taken down. Okay. Um, I, since this is a, new channel have two more strikes we'll see how it happens right we'll see how it plays out um and if you went to youtube and didn't find it i assume you had the wherewithal to go to another platform i would assume that of you folks but if you didn't have um the wherewithal to do so just go to any rumble rockfin uh spotify wherever wherever you want to go okay you can go wherever you want, okay? This is a promotion of dynamism, okay? Don't stay stagnant. Expand your horizons, folks. And th- also, that applies to the audio-only listeners. I'm sick of you, you fucks. And I also very much appreciate you. But get over to the video. I understand that this podcast started as an audio-only, really, medium, And I understand that that's what a lot of you have been accustomed to and enjoy. I want views. Okay. A lot of people do podcasts because they want to provide an alternative narrative to the mainstream media. They want to push truth. They want to exercise free speech. They want to deliver some type of message they believe in some way, shape, or form is moral. I don't want to do any of that. I want views. I want attention. I've made that very clear from the beginning. Go to the video platforms. Unless they get... I mean, listen. If we get taken down off of YouTube, there's like two or three other things that I'm on. Go over there. Okay? Quit fucking off. Steve Poikinen is here, everybody. How's it going, my friend? It's good. I I like that you start off with a nice berating uh, of the people who listen to the show. Sometimes I feel like we're too kind to to, to our audience. However, however, uh, there's, um, you know... I, I just, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I, it's a push-pull relationship, you know? It's it's You got to give them the tough love. Yeah, I mean, you know, what am I? It's it, You hurt the people you love the most. You tend to hurt the people you love the most because you tend to be your rawest, most unrefined form in front of the people that you feel comfortable with. So, of course, you're going to hurt them. And so when I say to you, faggots, and that, by the way, that doesn't get me pulled off YouTube. Faggots doesn't. It was the vaccine talk. Yeah. That's what got me pulled. Yeah. Um, you lovely faggots. I just want I need to I like I said, it the, the show is growing, but only on the audio side. So, you know, I don't know. Do I have to build a tunnel in Brooklyn to get you fuck's attention? 
Do I have to tunnel under fucking Brooklyn and have stained mattresses pulled out by the NYPD to get anybody's fucking attention around here? You're going to have to let that beard grow out uh, a lot if they're going to buy you being one of the 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 ginger brews. Yeah. Didn't I, I feel like there's not a lot of redheaded Jews. There are a surprising, <clears throat> surprising amount really? of redheaded Jews. I, I, I never have seen one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Where do they reside? Brooklyn, Crown Heights. They're not all tunnel Jews, but there are several tunnel Jews in that, that video that are uh, a little, little bit reddish, a bit more reddish. Uh, and if you look at a bunch of uh, videos, um, well, it's a lot of Abby Martin's work. Mm. It, it turns up, I think, about, you know, maybe 20%. Are we, talk, are we talking like the secular Jews? No, 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 no. Not okay. just secular Jews, because you do have your your Seth Rogans, uh, your AOC's husbands, your Max Blumenthal's. Jew? He's a Jew guy? Yeah. He's a Jewish guy? Yeah. Um... All right. I mean, listen. Yeah, I've got. Look, the, with a different with haircut, you. with a different haircut, uh, and a little bit of, uh, uh, I don't know, it weathered. You know, you have a baby face, Zach. A little bit more weathering. You could, you could look like one of Max Blumenthal's cousins. Get a tight little, tight curls. I feel. I do feel that redheaded Jews. Are the less successful Jews? You think? I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think that. Um, I mean, the Hasidics. How do the Hasidics make money? What are they doing? They're not in the workforce, are they? Sure. I have never seen a. Listen, if they're going to work, and smelling like that in the they summer they work in their own <clears throat> they work in their own communities there are a number of like just hasidic neighborhoods in new york and that's yeah. all and then uh there are people within the jewish community who are orthodox who are a little bit more um not necessarily secular uh but not you know they go to they go to temple and all the stuff. They're just not super orthodox, um, and they all go into the Hasidic neighborhood. They got, got the best meat, got the best this, got the best that. You know, so the, all of the money stays within the community. That's why you don't oh. see. And this is one of the things that helps build generational wealth. This is one of the things. The money never leaves. You know, then the money never goes any further than your second cousin's pocket. Yeah. And then it's good for the whole family. You know who else is good at that? Asians. Yeah. Yeah. Asians. You know who's not good at it? Black the people. Blacks. Yeah. <laughs> so, me, you know what was the funniest thing I ever heard anybody say was my friend during. It was during COVID, and he said so – he wasn't trying to make a joke. He was just saying something that he thought he was right about, and he was. He goes, 
something about you should buy like Air Jordan stock before the COVID stimulus checks go out because black people are going to spend it on shoes. <laughs> I was like, that's the most insanely funny, apt, and inappropriate observation I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, video game stock, you can yep. do that too. Uh, a number of different, there's actually a bunch of different ways you could go. But I mean, after they like bombed and torched Black Wall Street in Tulsa, yeah, and they, they, they were like, Yeah, fuck, I guess keeping in the community was a bad idea. Anyway, what do you got? It's true, yeah, that's yeah. That, that is true. People, the whites got a little antsy, a little, little eggy. Yeah, little. Uh, well, what are we gonna let them fucking thrive and build in communities? Oklahoma? Yeah, in Oklahoma. Yeah, in Oklahoma. You guys of all get places. You guys get Oakland and Co-op City in the Bronx. It's all you get. All right. If you want to go move to the reservations with the natives, go ahead. But I don't think they'll let you. We'll let a corrupt mayor uh, throw the 50th anniversary of hip hop party and drag KRS One out there to talk about how much he likes cops. <sighs> You guys get Baltimore. Don't bitch to me. The city, not county. Um, wow. I mean, it, it. Can we talk about the Jew tunnels? I haven't talked about the Jew tunnels yet. Oh sure, sure. Um, I actually, I guess, this is something that's gone a bit over my head. I understand the theories of you know what's been happening. The, the main the most provocative one is is like child trafficking or or child molestation that was happening um well and there was like 700 feet away yeah a, chill, a, a kids museum or something yeah or a kids center yeah something. there was a youth center like right across the street and much like catholics to christianity are the rapey, are the rapey the, ones? Yep, the Hasidics. The, the Hasidics are the Catholics of the Jews, right? They've got a little problem with touching underage children, well, and they like to move them around. They're very good. Again, a promotion of dynamism. It is. Uh, it is not just the Hasids in this case. In fact, the state of Israel has become known i mean for years they've done the occasional report on american television about how the state of israel is a haven for pedophiles internationally and, mm -hmm. and allows people with that birthright citizenship to uh to escape prosecution in the u.s it's like that pedophile trailer park in florida yes yeah. they all create it listen and again that's a beautiful way of creating a cyclical economy. If you, if you have a pedophile community and you keep the money in the community, it's how you build generational pedophile wealth. I mean, aside from occasional trips to the freezer aisle for popsicles and stuff like that, where else are you going to yep. be spending the bulk of your money? Yeah, it, with the occasional trip to the kosher market in Brooklyn, Crown Heights. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's... Listen, I actually... I, I found what is now one of my favorite videos I've ever seen on, on the internet. And I guess it ties in a bit to what we are talking about. And I really don't know how to describe this. Um, don't worry. If you're only listening on the audio, you will get the, you'll catch the drift of this. Um, 
but it does in a way seem to, I guess, it's adjacent to the child molestation conversation we're having right now. Annual boys dip. I'll dip your son into the lake. It'll be a dipper's delight. P.U. those boys are going to smell like stinky fish. <laughs> but you got to dip those boys. What the, what the, what the okay. hell is that? Again, this is, this is one of those videos where usually a, a weird video like this you've seen before, right? You've perused the internet long enough to where you've seen it. This is, uh, this is new to me. And the audio component that anybody who's listening on, or the video component that, uh, the audio listeners might miss is this is an obese man, older gentleman, middle-aged. It almost like the background looks like he's a weatherman almost. He's standing in front of a green screen and it has like the, the video box that like news anchors mm -hmm. have. And then at the end, his body and face disappear. And it's just his eyes on the green screen. His horrifying little <laughs> piggy pedo eyes. Let's let's take a you listen again. You forgot to mention that he kept framing his face oh, and, oddly. And then, and then if you listen to, you hear him tap his cheeks, and it sounds like like a I don't even know. I can't even describe it. You'll hear him tap, and it's almost like hitting rubber. We have to listen to this again. We're, this is going to be a deep dive. This is not. There's no way we're going to be able to to analyze this off of one take. But we're just, going in. Listen, there's no possible way this man is not a resident of Israel. Zach okay? Brown is going on a boy's dip. I'm going on a boy. This is the seventh annual. This is a longstanding tradition in my family. We dip the boys. Uh, the boys are going to smell like fish, apparently. When Maybe. a young boy comes along, you must dip it. <laughs> it's the seventh annual boy's dip. I'll dip your son into the lake. It'll be a dipper's delight. P.U. Those boys are going to smell like stinky fish. That that noise. What is that? How did he how were her, his cheeks so tight? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I don't he, know. I mean, he's obviously like knocking into his lapel mic or something like that. Oh man, okay. I was and just they, just, say they left it in. They didn't have him. That he only had time in the <laughs> freaking. He snuck in. He's the janitor at yeah. the freaking public broadcasting station. He is yep. on parole. He is a registered mm. sex offender. That's not his suit. He has no. no permission to be filming this commercial. In fact, a couple of months down the road when somebody finally caught wind of it and was like, my God, what is this horrible walrus-faced pedophile doing on my television at 1.30 in the morning? There was a call to the police made, and they went, oh, shit, that's Randy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and you know what? They, they were aware of him. They knew of him. He's been in and out of the, the county jail. They saw it and went, God damn it. Who gave that man a suit? It's funny because you're right. It is, this is a PBS, like local broadcast. This was this, so like in one of the episodes of the Bob Ross 
series, this just like it, they cut to this, and everybody was like, "What? What?" <laughs> he also it's like a War of the Worlds thing. What's going on? This for people who are only listening. He's also rubbing his eyes. He's got deep, deep, dark pockets under his eyes. He looks very tired. He looks like a man who's been on the run. He looks like he, they, they, you know how when you, you see someone who's got so dense saddlebags under their eyes that it looks like they've become a member of the Black Eye Club. Yeah. Going on. And bear in mind that he's in, albeit a low budget, but all the same television studio. For sure. He's had the opportunity. No, this is, this is like 90s early 2000s public broadcasting uh, television equipment. His Friar Tuck haircut is combed in. Dude, it's at the like brushed in around the edges to make this sort of almost like like Moses Moses parting the Red Sea type look. It, It is. It's downright wavy. It's it's yeah. I mean, it. it. But you know, there's like there's like a, a half no a wedding ring in the ozone worth of Aquanet on it, all the same. Ooh. Yeah. No. And by the way, that probably yeah. isn't even. He probably like he probably was on meth and he cut his wig in half, and then he woke up and went, "Fuck! Why did I do that? This is the only thing I have that's good that's going for me." And then he tried to like glue it back on, but he couldn't. He couldn't match. He couldn't bring the the two pieces to connect on the top of his head so he said i'll fuck it i'll leave it for now you know if it if i've got a job to do (laughs) (laughs) i gotta get this video out i do yeah look it's gonna be fall soon everybody's gonna know it's gonna be too cold the boys dip not gonna be able to pull this i gotta gotta get while the getting's good strike while the iron is hot for the seventh annual. Yeah. And by the way, it's, it's the boys dip is B O Y S apostrophe dip. So it's boys's dip. So it's showing ownership that the dip belongs to this group of boys or it's an implied lisp. <laughs> boys. Let's boys see. Is- <laughs> Oh my god, this guy's the best. It's an implied lisp. That's exactly what it is. Dude, he looks battered. <laughs> he looks fucking crazy. Now, while while this is John obvious- Wayne Gacy's fucking younger brother. It does it, it it he so it is creative because he does have a background that almost looks like a pond or a like rippling water. He does have some artistic um you know what he looks like do you remember do you remember uh back in the world wrestling days when the undertaker had that manager Paul Bearer? I never watched wrestling. Will you if if you wouldn't mind? If you wouldn't mind, uh, he looks like Paul Bearer's like, like Paul. unemployed loser brother. That's B- what he looks e- like. P a b e a r e r, like yeah, like you would at a funeral. Holy your name. shit! Let me. Uh, Am I? Are you seeing what I'm seeing now? Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me share my screen here. <laughs> Paul Bearer. Yeah. 
No, this is um he definitely now if you go to some video of Paul Bearer doing his thing, you I, I think you might find it's even more eerie, especially in terms of mannerisms. It's not what the Undertaker wants, it's what's Paul Bearer wants. All right. Let's God take a look. Forbid. I, was, I knew this. Oh, it would be. Why is it always? Why is it always Asians with you, Zach? It's always Asians because the algorithm knows what I want. And let's show you why we're going to speak to them. Jr., let's go back Dude. and show everyone exactly what happened. The the resemblance is uncanny. You are a hundred percent right. Look at him in the background, dude. I mean, it's I maybe. Maybe this is what happened to Paul Bearer. Maybe <laughs> the Undertaker fired him, and he just yeah, it's obviously a toupee he's wearing. Yeah, true. He probably set himself on fire when he was smoking crack, like Richard Pryor, and it burned off to the top half of his fucking toupee. And nobody cared because he That's wasn't comedy want. legend Richard Pryor. Yes, you will. Hey, man, Johnson, you'll do what I say, too, if you know what's good for you. Undertaker and Paul Bear, thank you very much for joining us. Undertaker, <laughs> along with Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> and of course I enjoy the fact that he's always just staring directly at fucking... at uh, the Undertaker. It's nice. This is a nice <clears> thing. <throat> he's asserting dominance. He is his manager. And the Undertaker is like an undead zombie warrior wrestler, and that's uh that's Zuby's brother. I don't know, Zuby. Let's see that dude on Twitter. Whatever. Am I still sharing my screen? No, right? Not anymore, sir. No. Okay, good. Good. I don't want you guys fucking seeing my emails, all the fucking spam that I've been looped into by clicking on links that I shouldn't have um no I we, we have to go back to this guy I mean let's 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 the, the I refuse to think that he's tapping his lav mic I think that she's just got uh, in a, an insane amount of elasticity in his cheeks it's the seventh annual boys dip I'll dip your son into the lake it'll be a dipper's delight pu those boys are gonna smell like stinky fish <laughs> but you gotta dip those boys. <laughs> it's not any less horrifying at it's the crazy, end of it dude. than it was the first time. The it, disappearing is nuts. Hey, it, it is going to haunt me. Uh, uh, listen, this is the most enthralling I piece of content. We were friends <laughs> honest to god dude i can't i can't like here's the thing i have a i have a sneaking suspicion that if we just did the rest of this episode with this screen even though the video <laughs> isn't playing the eyes would blink they would. and if like if you move around too much they're gonna follow you oh, oh for holy sure. fuck they do for sure smell like stinky fish <laughs> But you gotta dip those boys. He did. Fr true, you gotta. He, first of all, he is right. You gotta dip those boys. But second of all, it's the 
he's he's like framing his is he giving the cameraman like hey frame in here now like come in here zoom in like he's directing is that what he's doing you know what i think he's doing i think he's trying to make his face smaller (laughs) and i think he's trying to like scrush it up a little bit to make it a little bit more cherubic because he's a monster. What the monster, Zach? What drug does this? Like, what drug would be doing this to him? Um, let's see. Well, he was Paul Bearer, so he was probably on a lot of like late '80s, early '90s cocaine. You know what it could be? It could be Quaaludes. He definitely did Ludes back in the day. Um, his ex-girlfriend, that whore, used to sell, uh, the fake knockoff lemon pepper 714s Mm. that people said were lewds, but totally weren't lewds. And anyway, that whore, after she left him and took the Buick Regal, uh, he, he went on a, a dark, dark Regal. Yeah. Boy, she got my regal. It's over. I'm done. It's just time. Listen, and but that's probably what it was. It was post. This is what drove the divorce. Like this was his passion project, the boys' dip, the annual boys' dip. Clearly, and that's a passion project. After the fourth annual, she was like, "I can't do this anymore, Paul. We don't have any more money. We don't have any more money. I've miscarried four times. They say it's your fault." I know you're not abusing me, but your semen is is wretched. It's cursed. This is the type of guy that you'd fucking sit down with at a barbecue and he'd tell you that like he wrote the script of the Shawshank Redemption and somebody stole it from him. Oh, absolutely. It's <laughs> he's got dude, his life stories. They have to be riddled with like a uh sort of a lighthearted perspective on what we would consider now to be abuse. Like he's like, oh, yeah, oh, I certainly. mean, my uncle used to come. He, he's so funny. He'd fucking grab my balls real hard. And then he'd squeeze his penis and say, does, don't you feel the energy transfer? It's fucking crazy. That guy. And you're, you're sitting there. You're like, Oh yeah. That, yeah. 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 That guy. Yeah. Boy, he gave me my first beer. Never forget that. I was three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's listen. Just out of respect for this man. First of all, I want to make this very clear. I have the utmost respect for this man. This is somebody who deserves true veneration by today's society. We've lost these types of men. The type of men that goes for it. The type of men that is wearing a suit coat that is clearly too small. <laughs> I was Pull- just gonna comment on that. <laughs> dude, dude. This is he looks like he stole it from a grinder monkey. Oh my god. He is is and he here's the thing you can tell he's not a television professional because he has no idea what he's doing with his posture or his hands. Oh, he's he's about to Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights with those little bitch mittens that are sticking yeah. out of that ill-fitting jacket. How many bomb threats has he called in? No, he is. And listen, here's here's what's nice about this guy. 
he is in no way, shape, or form any of the, um, you know, what progressives worry about. He's not racist. He's not sexist. He's not homophobic. He's not transphobic. He doesn't even know. He doesn't know trans is a thing. You know. No, he saw Dennis Hoffman and Tootsie and thought that he kind of cut a striking figure for a gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, and it, so he he is in a way quite innocent. Um, but he will also he has the temperament. I'm not saying he's done it before, but he has the temperament of a man who would masturbate on public transportation. Um, he is an awkward fellow, probably didn't get along great in school with his schoolmates. Um, DC average. C no maintained a C average because he was third chair tuba. Yeah. Yeah. Worked at an insurance agency until he got fired for fucking not even anything really ba that bad, but he's he would like go into the bathrooms and like lick the fucking door stall, like doll the doors of the stalls. And they were like, dude, you can't. I guess it's not technically hurting anybody, but this is odd behavior. He got fired for odd behavior, not any malicious behavior. He they wasn't couldn't company. prove that he was sticking his penis in fruit and then putting it back <laughs> in yeah. the break room fridge they couldn't prove it yeah. and they would find teddy bears that were sticky in weird places I never saw him with a teddy bear never you know, once you know what the you know what the straw that broke the camel's back was steve they fucking he missed a day of work and everybody's like where the fuck is paul he was supposed to be here he has this big proposal due he fucked us he fucked us. And then they walked outside on a winter day and he had his tongue stuck to a pole like the Christmas the Christmas story. And they're like, what the fuck, Paul? He's like, I can't call. You're like, you're done, dude. We can't, we can't have you. That's the type of guy he is. He went to work. He had all every intention to go in and get the proposal done and everything. But got a little sidetracked. He he had seen the Christmas story. And was like, there's, he was like, there, and he says, like, that's not fucking real. And he did it and he got stuck. And so he lost his job. And when he lost his job, that gave him, that freed up time for him to pursue his passion project, which is the boy dip. And just out of respect for Paul, uh, we will be taking one more listen before moving on. It's the seventh annual boys dip. I'll dip your son into the lake. <laughs> It'll be a dipper's delight. <laughs> P.U. Those boys are going to smell like stinky fish. <laughs> but they got to dip those boys. <laughs> God. It doesn't get any less funny. This this flies in the face of the law of diminishing returns. This It doesn't get any less funny. This listen, Steve. If I don't take this video off, we're we're never gonna. This is this is actually probably some weird gypsy curse. You just get sucked into it and can't stop fucking watching it until you you fucking emaciate yourself to the point of starvation. It's like one of those Japanese horror films where like it starts to come out of the screen. Just just yeah. first, it's just the eyes, and then all of a sudden the hand comes out, but it doesn't reach for your throat. It grabs your cock. Yeah, yeah. And they listen, that's how you get the boys. That's how you get dipped. That's the boys dip.
<laughs> that's the boys dip. That's the boys dip. That's I think that's probably yeah, I I think I think there's I think there's a bit uh there's a, a more nuanced and complex meaning behind the term boys dip. I think it means that that he wants to wiggle dunk his, his balls that somehow have eczema uh, onto the the boys. It's odd that he thinks that the boys will smell like fish. It really is. Um, I mean, <clears throat> sure, there's a lake, but yeah. the fish in the lake don't stink. It's the fi- right. unless they're floating and dead, in which case, don't put the boys in there. I mean, I if they're fish are floating dead, that sounds it, like a bad idea. If they, if he is in fact a resident of Israel, there's Jew boys. They eat a lot of fish over there. With that a lot is of locks. true. So maybe, but you would assume the smell of the water source would rinse that away. If nothing else, you 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 know you bring some shampoo. Yeah, I, I, I listen. This is a man who we're not going to be able to figure out in one night. This is obviously going to have to be an ongoing effort by you and I, and the listeners. By the way, the viewers, you sh- you definitely should. I I don't I don't even remember where I fucking found this video, but I have it now. Okay, that's what's important. I have it. I don't know what the fucking source was. I forget. It must have been on some fucking one of my social media platforms. And um, we need to find this gentleman. And I'm, you're on to some, I believe. Listen, I, I swear to Christ himself, if we can find this guy, he will be the next guest. That is a guarantee. And I'll do an hour with him. All and right. If, 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 I mean, it, the starting point, just the jumping off point would be the seventh annual boys dip. If we can find this gentleman and I mean, Lord help everybody who listens to this podcast. If he's, if he has continued the tradition of the annual boys dip, I will be at the next one reporting live. Okay. It will be, you remember when Steve went to the fucking, the January 6th thing and then came on my show immediately after. And that's how we actually started knowing each other was just immediately after January 6th, Steve went to the hotel in DC and and did my podcast. Well, we're going to reverse it now. I'm going to go on Steve's show and I'm going to come back. I'm going to be, you're going to basically, you're going to do like a news package, Steve. You're going to go, we're going to kick it out to our live reporter, Zach, who's at the 15th annual boys dip. Zach, what do we got going out there? I'd say, Steve, it is electric out here at the 15th annual boys dip. Paul has, he's removed his shirt he has not gotten any thinner. The, the elasticity in his cheeks are electrifying. People are a little bit worried. A lot of people have said to me, do you know where my son is? I said, is he not a part of the 15th annual boys dip? They say, no, he went to the park and he's been missing for over four days. Back to you, Steve. Well, that's a fascinating, uh, <laughs> fascinating story. There's a, I, <clears throat> I did check. That's a Tim and Eric bit. Oh, I don't even know who that is. It's a Canadian show. Oh, interesting. I have, yeah. I haven't actually watched it. Uh, Tim and the, Eric is the name of the show. The it's actor's name, the actor's name, yeah, is uh, Doug Prashid. 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 P R I S H P R E E D. Prish 
Preed, which is either the most British name I've ever heard or the funniest Indian name I've ever heard. And that's the actual guy? Yeah, that's the actor that plays that. Dude, I just looked him up. That's the first fucking thing. Oh, I guess he does other. He's like a new. I guess they use him as like a news anchor. Wouldn't you? Yeah. No, he's he. I will be. Um, I will be harassing him until he comes on the show. That's fantastic. That would be. He's probably. <laughs> here's the crazy thing. He's an actor, so he's probably just a normal guy. And I'm going to want him to be the the guy who's in the videos and I'm just going to give him a line of questioning. And he's like, dude, I have, I have three kids and I'm, I'm, I'm not wealthy. Like, like Brad Pitt, but I, you know, I make, you know, $135,000 a year. I live in a four bedroom, three bath. And so about the boys dip though. Yeah. yeah. Like, where do you get them from? That would be really funny if I just, pretended that i couldn't understand like acting so i just thought he was that guy i was like where'd you get the idea so you did seven years is that still going on is that still something like i can be a part of and he's like what he wouldn't even remember the sketch he's like poised it what the fuck are you talking about he'd get mad at me he's like what the fuck are you talking about some fucking child sex ring it'd be funny if he turned if he went full q and on he's like i'm fucking talking about fucking comet pizza is that what you're fucking talking about right oh apparently apparently dom luker has given Pizzagate material to a handful of uh, the the top tier narrative managers in uh, the the mainstream alternative media. Who the fuck is? Uh, hey, one of those blue check accounts that just sort of came kind of out of nowhere right after Elon got Twitter and had a, a whole white? bunch of followers. And then according to him, he's like backing away. He's apparently uh, a black dude. Mm. Um, Luker means ill-gotten gains. And he just, Matt Wallace just tweeted out like, the stuff that Dom Luker sent me should have Hillary Clinton arrested. Yeah, well, Matt, fuck, Matt Walsh, the Daily Wire guy. Let's see, let's make sure. That guy's an idiot. I did like his. It was funny because he definitely. Matt Wallace. 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 Matt Wallace. It'd be funny if it was the ex-NBA player. Let's see what's going on here. You know who I haven't heard heard from recently? Not personally, but just on social media and shit. I feel like Ben Shapiro's gotten very quiet. No, no, he hasn't. Somebody was just quote tweeting him. He oh. fucking wants to bomb Iran and all that kind of shit. And, mm. um, well, he wants to do it because he believes Israel has the right to exist everywhere over everybody all the time. I want to bomb Iran because I'm racist. So it's it different. Is. It is different. Well, I mean, he's also racist. Too. That's true. Don't, don't get it twisted. It's, it is know. crazy that like... I know I've I know I just discussed this a few episodes ago, but this fucking um I don't know. Every time that Israel does something, they lean on like quote unquote Judeo Christian values and how Christianity and, and Judaism are so similar, but uh Jews again, the Christianity hinges on the teachings and belief in Jesus Christ. Jews do not believe Jesus Christ was a. Pr- There's this thing where they're like, oh, he, be- they don't believe he's the Son of God, but 
he, they believe he was a prophet. No, the fuck they don't. It, it, where could that have possibly come from? That's uh, nothing in their religious texts say anything about that. In fact, they say that he was a like political like rabble rouser, like a like a criminal, and he yeah, deserves... and a heretic, and uh, he's yeah. forever like it's something about like boiling shit or something like that. Yeah, like they does he he's he deserves to yeah. I think it was like he. He deserves to rot, like go to hell and boil in a like a vat of human or shit. It's crazy. Yeah. And so the idea that like Judeo Christian Muslims actually do think Jesus was a prophet. I think his I think the Muslim name is Isa. I think that's what they call him, Prophet Isa. That's the reference to Jesus. And so yeah, I, I don't. And he's I have, like he's like in the top three. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, recognized. Hey, this is one of our our prophets. You should listen to this guy. Yeah, but so uh, uh, Muhammad, the prophet, uh, mm -hmm. is a Catholic construct. There were nuns that were dispatched to find someone that they could make Muhammad. Mm. And there's a fuck ton of overlap in the. It would make a hierarchy. lot of sense if if Muhammad was Catholic because he had like a six year old wife. Yeah, it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that would. Yeah, um, yeah but it is just it's weird that like they're like we you know we need to join together because we share so much. It's like not really. <laughs> I, I mean, if you if you are a Christian, you hinge your beliefs on the teachings of Jesus and you hinge your beliefs on the fact that he is the son of God. If the religion that you're tying yourself to or the state religion that you're tying yourself to is a religion that says he was a political criminal who deserves to be burned in human shit, boiled in human shit. That's not a set of similar values. You can't have your, your main infrastructure the main religious infrastructure be a political criminal in another religion and say oh that this is this is the most similar and yet and yet the largest christian organizations in the united states are all bloodthirsty zionists yeah it is it's for sure interact. What do the what do the Westboro Baptists think about the war? I wonder what they're doing. What are what they think? Ooh, you know, they're, I mean, it, they're probably like uh, everybody's dying over there. We're kind of good. We're yeah, I mean, good. Maybe they're sitting it out. Maybe they're like, you know, what we really don't like right now is the trans. So as soon as you know, as soon as we can find another meeting. <laughs> those those fellas we're gonna roll up uh and, and let them know what god thinks about them i quite honestly it would be i mean it would be funny if they were like i don't like that our taxpayer dollars are being allocated to the war in the middle east we should be fighting and killing trans people here that's where our resources should be going I mean, right? I, we're giving them jobs in the every fucking level of the biden administration and yeah, you know, 
Yeah, they briefly got a hold of one really shitty beer and people lost their minds. Yeah. No, I I don't think they have a large community, the Westboros, do they? I think they're down to like, it's no. a small amount. Yeah. Dude, the other, this, this reminds me, driving, I'm in North Jersey, Essex County, New Jersey. Driving down the road, uh, oncoming traffic right i'm passing this truck and from like afar it's at an angle to where i can see the side of it has martin luther king's face on it i'm like okay odd that's not something you 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 know that's an odd thing on the truck on the side of the truck it's martin luther king all right and um i pass it and God, it just made it just discouraged me so much. I pass it, and it's another photo of Martin Luther King with the Israeli flag in the background and some quote. I couldn't read it; it was too. But it was basically. I, I know what they were doing. They were basically saying Martin Luther King was pro-Israel. You should be too. And I have no idea if he was pro-Israel. I have no idea. I, I I've never looked into it. But I just, it was, what are you doing? <laughs> like, who gives, I don't give a fuck if Martin Luther King was pro-Israel or not. Can I, can I ask, did you happen to notice, uh, as you were driving by, what uh, what the racial makeup of the truck driver was? No, I didn't see it. Oh, that's it was too, it was such a quick... Because from the moment I noticed Martin Luther King was on the side, to me seeing the back was maybe a total of like, maybe like three seconds realistically. Okay. okay. So it was very quick, and it was, it was. Here's what I could probably say: that the driver was not black, because I, I, there's no way a black person would give a flying fuck enough to invoke civil rights hero martin luther king to aid in the 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 supplementation of the war in the middle was was the truck driver possibly is it is it within the realm of the cartoonish reality that we live in the driver was the reanimated corpse of sammy davis jr because you got black (laughs) you got jewish you got in the era of mlk uh, I mean, and he would need a job where, you know, he could just, you know, even if somebody did kind of recognize him, they'd be like, nah, and he'd be gone down on the open road. It w- you know, it'd really be funny if that guy was actually trying to make the counterpoint. He was a white racist who's actually pro-Palestine. He's like this fucking look, listen, this guy who wouldn't shut his mouth during the middle of the century. He was supporting Israel. So do you think you should? Maybe. That's right. Or maybe it was a low-key dog whistle that the Jews killed MLK. Oh, that is very interesting. Or he drove it to Oklahoma City and parked it in front of the Murrah building. Yeah, yeah. And it was filled with explosives that probably you could only attain if you were working with a federal agency. 
That's, that's something. That's fair. that's fair. Right. And then yeah. maybe that thing went off, and then a cop named Terrence Yeeke, who was on the scene first before any of the Oklahoma City PD, went in and out and saved people. And maybe that black cop uh, thought this, this the findings that were reported in the news don't add up. I'm going to do my own independent investigation. And then maybe that black cop shows up in a field somewhere with um, cuts everywhere all over his body and multiple gunshot wounds with no gun in sight. Uh, and that was what was written by the Oklahoma City PD. But then the FBI gets there and they magically find the gun three feet away from the body. I mean, listen, there's a, 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 there's a platoon of different possibilities as to what this driver was attempting to portray. It's just interesting to see, you know, our beloved MLK. In yeah, a, that is a, a head scratcher. It, it is. Although I do like the Terrence Yeeke theory. That is, that's plausible. That's got yeah. legs. It was Terrence Yeeke driving the truck and he had the truck in the back was filled with boys and he was transporting them to the 15th annual boys dip. <laughs> that's, that's what was happening. Okay. He, they were doing it at Lake Hapatcong in New Jersey. I don't know how to fucking pronounce any of these native American fucking shits. All right. Next video. This is Tucker Carlson with an Asian man according to scientists, has more oil and natural gas than Earth. Were there dinosaurs and planktons and forests at one point on one of Saturn's moons? Probably not. So if all hydrocarbons aren't from fossils, where are they from? The information that is found on the largest moon on, on Saturn, which is called Titan, yes. is actually results from NASA, European Space Agency, yes. and then the Italian Space Agency, who built this spacecraft called Cassini, basically the ocean liquid, liquid form of methane. Titan is in such a way that it's very cold, by the way. So it's minus 290 degree Fahrenheit. Yes. Hint, hint, hint. Where's the global warming there, right? If it's full of methane there, right? That's another problem because it's far away from the sun. You actually see methane also in all the atmosphere, Jupiter, you know, you even find benzene in the rocks of uh, Mars. And then for me, astrophysicists, I can tell you even more. You find this complex hydrocarbon called polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbon. Then actually you found it in interstellar space, between space within stars, intergalactic space. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> this delightful Japanese fella is so full of shit, but gosh, don't you just want to go up and tickle him? Here's the thing, because this is one topic that... I just absolutely refuse to give a fuck about on either side. Like I just refuse to whether or not the we're I don't, I refuse to give a shit about it. I, I just do. I'm not going to. And I, every time, cause here's the thing I'm, I'm because I haven't done any of my own research or formulated my own thoughts. So I'm just swayed by whoever is telling me a piece of information from whatever side at any given moment. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, we do got to fucking, we got to fucking figure out how to stop global warming. And then I hear something and I'm like, hey, it's fake. And it's just any, at any given point, you can just catch me on a day where I have just a 180 opinion of the day that I had before. But what I, what I wanted to, to bring up was the extreme bias I have when it comes to, uh, Asians. Well, uh, so it's interesting. So it it's um, 
If it was any other accent that was speaking in a broken language like that, I would go, this guy's an idiot. Bullshit. But because of the prow the intellectual prowess that Asians hold, particularly those who move to the United States, I actually have become accustomed to being a bit more trustworthy of the information that comes from an Asian person speaking broken English, right? Especially if they're using big words, carbon, whatever, then because if, if if it was if it was a fucking Russian guy speaking broken broken English and talking like that, I'd go, "You're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot." And global warming is the biggest threat to him to to life on Earth. But because an Asian guy said it, I'm like, "This is all bullshit." You know, it just confirmed my broken English bias okay. that you have to have the particular accent. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you want your astrophysicist. <clears throat> to be what not German? black, not black German. and on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. You want your astrophysicist to be, you know, the the you know, sons or grandsons of Nazis. Sure. Yeah. Or Nazi collaborators at least. Colla- yeah, we'll say we'll say Nazi adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you're Swiss, you're French. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah those kind. The Norse. The Norwegians, yeah. the Swedes, yeah, you're uh, well. Idea. I'll allow the the Scandinavians in. I'll allow it, but I can't say that I would be too happy about it. Okay, I'll allow it. I won't say anything bad, but just know, you know, limit yourself. That's what I would say to the Scandinavians. If you start talking smart to me, I'll listen. I'm not going to say anything. Know when it's time to not talk anymore. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and Americans, I've lost all faith in any American scientist. Um, in fact, I, I'm I pretty much I'm looking to. When it comes to medical shit, Indian, I'll trust an Indian. I'll trust a Chinese or a Japanese or South Korean. Fuck, I'll trust a North Korean. Um, I, I'll, I will trust a Middle Eastern scientist if he's assimilated to a certain point to American culture. You, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to just, I mean, strongly disagree. Really? I, I, yeah, I want my doctor, uh, uh, Irish... Or I'm, I'm telling you, or I mean, somebody who's like in the community that that's who I want. I, I want somebody who can't just swap out with one of nearly a billion other people. And, and when they fuck me over, you know, and just then there's blend just, in. Uh, yeah, there's another one there the next time. And you're like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be mad at you or not. But now I kind of think that, like, maybe it's I'm I'm, you know, I'm being racial. And so now I'm going to not tell you what's wrong. Yeah, because I don't want to feel like you think that I know or I don't think that, you know, 
I don't recognize that you're a different Asian or you're a different Indian, you know? And I, yeah. so, yeah, it's, I, that's why give me someone with, but a, not an, an, just to be very clear, not an Island Asian. I want a mainland Asian. Well, I mean, that's also fair, but I, I want an Irish doctor who's basically got Shannon Sharp's nose. <laughs> in, in terms of like general, you know, Why, general size. Broke, broke so often in fights. And bulbous from a, extreme alcohol consumption. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The gin yeah. nose. What do they call yeah. it? The gin, gin bubble? Gin? Uh, what is it? Gin, gin blossoms. Gin blossoms. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I, th I, I think I know where you're going with that one. I would rather have my lawyer have a gin blossom. I mean, fair. That's also fair. Me too. Me too. You know, and if there's not open sexual harassment in the workplace, I, I become uncomfortable. And just to be very clear to the folks out here who are, who are listening, we're referring to when we speak of all these, these races, uh, you know, representing us in court or operating on us in a in a medical emergency. We're talking about men, not women. Oh, that that should go without saying. But in case it doesn't, in case you got a couple of ladies, that this is a disclaimer. In, they start to feel a little comfortable or something like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, we're talking about men. That's that's fair. Yeah, they. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, it is, it is funny because I, I share my my affinity for. Uh, races in in two terms basically if if you if i'm comfortable with you being my uber driver i probably want you as my doctor too um and if i'm comfortable with you screaming in a bar at 3 a.m i'm probably comfortable as you as my lawyer right there's there's um there's overlapping okay. social situations in which i prefer races no well certainly certainly yeah. 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 Kitchen. You definitely want, you know, you definitely want Mexicans back there for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I do, look, and if, if kitchen uh, housework, mm, um, mm, you, are you not satisfied with the uh, I, Hispanic? I'll tell you what. Well, okay. It depends on your, your because they got You got to get them like first generation maybe second generation immigrant status otherwise there's just no work ethic and this is true of everybody yeah it's true of everybody yeah the america makes people soft it does that's why they've got a border invasion with a crap ton of fighting age men from every single country all over the world who just you know happen to wind up at eagle pass it would be funny. I mean, if we go into World War Three and they fought, I mean, we're fucking those are the ground troops. <laughs> those are the foot soldiers. They're all gonna get uh a a nice little care package one day. Yeah. You're gonna open it up and it's gonna have a build it yourself, you know, rifle. Mm -hmm. It's gonna have a nice blue helmet and a nice blue uniform. Yep. And a nice little UN armband. Yep. They're gonna be like, all right, fellas, that you know, go. The time has come. Yep, yep. Start with southern New Jersey. They still have trees. Yeah, yeah, and they'd work their way up quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'd be gone by then. Nowhere safe. Nowhere 
strategic. I just would be gone. I don't know where I would be. I probably, I might find, quite honestly, I'd be the type of person where they're like, there's an invasion and I wouldn't even listen to where they started and I'd drive south right into the storm. And then they would be so confused about why somebody would be driving down toward the invasion. You're like, would, I'm looking for the tunnel Jews. Yeah, I'd be like, is this not, wait, wait, is this not east? I'm going to Brooklyn. They're like, no, this is not east. This is, this is south. This is, you're headed toward Delaware. And I go, Look, dumbass, what you want to do is turn around. Yeah, yeah. that's an excellent ploy. And then is. I and then I just wouldn't listen to him because I don't trust anybody with an accent. I go, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're not from here. And then I just continue to drive. Get fucking they'd put out the fucking the road spikes to flatten my tires and just fucking spear me in the head. That's probably how that's a soldier's death, by the way. That's how I'm going out. That's a Viking. And give me a Viking funeral, right? Send me in a canoe down the Hudson River with my corpse flaming and then watch every fucking lower, lower fucking West Side cunt have to watch and smell my smoldering corpse as I float slowly down the Hudson. Um, yeah, I mean, I would also I would prefer to throw me in a boat and set it on fire. Short of that, short of that, you know, I'd say, whatever the most harmful thing to the environment is that do that to me. It's actually probably traditional burial, right? That's probably the most harmful thing to the environment. You're putting like laminated wood plastic in the ground and just leaving it there. Right? I think the mushroom suit is a good idea. The mushroom suit. What is this? So you can get buried and it's in basically like a a compostable suit. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. and you eventually, as you decompose, you then produce a number of different uh, mushrooms. That the suit is packed with like spores and stuff like that. You're you're buried in uh, like such a way that you can gotcha. become part of of the it, uh the ecosystem is it legal for me to be requ to request after my death after i leave this earth and and ascend into heaven to the pearly gates and uh live my forever paradise can i have my body taxidermied and used as like a halloween decoration like hang me from a tree where people are like oh my god that's a hanging like somebody hung themselves and scare people like can that can that is that a legal thing uh no but you can have if you're you're tattooed and stuff like that you can have your uh well i guess if you're not tattooed either just be less decorative but have parts of you turned into like lampshades uh, and things of, of that That's nature fun. you could have you could get like the azov battalion guy just the whole setup right before you die. You don't have to walk around like that mm -hmm. right before you die, you know, a whole shebang. And then you could, you know, you could have yourself turned into uh, one of those full, uh, full window blinds. Yeah. You draw down, right. These full, full I am very, I do tend to be very critical of people's interior decor. So if I could, if I could assist in, you know, livening up somebody's living room or or den i mean you know i'd be more than happy to do so
The only thing I don't want, I mean, and this is what would be the downfall to taxidermy. I don't want, I mean, death penis has to be the most shriveled. There's no blood to it. I mean, it's got to be just a fucking little nickel, you know? It's got to be like a, like you ever seen those bullets that hit something and they get like shriveled and there's like like wrinkles in them? It's just like about that big. So I feel like my penis would be fucking all tip, Hmm. no body. You know, I'd be very, I'd be, I'd be in the afterlife looking down from heaven going, don't look at my penis, don't look at my penis. She's looking at my penis. She's looking at my penis. They're making fun of it. It's a bunch of kids making fun of my penis down there. I got to go back. I got to get down there. I can't let this happen. Hmm. Hmm. Well, look, so there's, yeah, I guess it is Viking funeral, huh? It's Viking funeral, right? Okay. Well, yeah, no, you got me. I'm, I'm convinced. Um, although the mushroom suit, I'm still except, except I don't want a Vikings funeral out to sea. I want it in like a, like, like send me through the Panama Canal, send me through fucking the the, what's that Middle East, the Strait of Ruiz or whatever the, Su- oh the Suez Canal. Well, there, send me yeah. through the Suez Canal, right? Let's get people riled up over there. Send me in the put me in the Black Sea next to fucking Crimea, all right. The last thing I want to do on this earth is fucking have my body be mistaken for some type of some type of uh, maritime weapon being sent into the Ukraine to spark the Russian Ukrainian war again. Because by I'm a God forbid. Hopefully, by the time I am deceased, that war has ceased. And if I, as the last thing that my body does on this earth, sparks Russia versus Ukraine too. I would be content with that. You know, that's a life well lived. All right. All right. We got to have goals and that's important. It is. I, I got to throw something at you because I don't know if I, I've I had the opportunity to bring this up um, because it is a possibility that, uh, that, that the state of Israel mm-hmm. may have to, <clears throat> may have to relocate. They may have to relocate. They may get the the uh, the official word that look, I you just tried to expel millions of people uh, after being a brutal settler colonial state, an occupying force that enacted all manner of, of savagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon the yeah the people who lived there, and and so you got you can find somewhere else. You got to do you got to do it again, and so Ukraine is uh, the gateway to Zion, according to Zelensky. Five Israeli prime ministers, all Ukrainian. Odessa is, is basically one of those like little Israel places. There's also uh, there's also the gentleman who is on his way to Davo for the annual World Economic Forum meeting because he's an anarcho-capitalist. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about our Argentinian president, Javier Malay, who is also a rabid Zionist uh, and now technically in charge of the Argentinian portion of Patagonia. And Patagonia was originally one of the uh, backup choices 
for the Zionist entity when they were trying to find a, a home for the Jews. Like, well, if we can't well, get Palestine. Was, this was this was post-Holocaust. Didn't the Germans go to, they going to mingle with the Germans, the Nazis that went there? To Patagonia? No, they were going to do exactly what uh, what they they have done to the Palestinians and uh, the you know anyone in uh, Lebanon they could get to hmm. for the Golan at least. So you're we're saying what's the what's the correct locale? Um, well, the, just an interesting thing because there is a a cultural uh, you know historical tie to Ukraine and Russia would certainly play ball, especially if Israel pivoted to being one of the, the BRICS nations. There's mm. also, uh, and they still get to sell all of their spy tech to China and then they can do it out in the open now. And they'll be, you know, people will be like, Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but with Argentina, they get, uh, at Patagonia, they get the Argentinian claim also on Antarctica. I and we know from the tunnel Jews that Jews are going to be comfortable in the hollow earth. Yeah, I was gonna say we can't give them that much access to underground layers. <laughs> They'll fucking. No the fucking... hollow earth Jews are going to be difficult to contend with, Zach. Listen, first of all, if you can't beat them, join them. All right. Just put the funny hat on and shut the fuck up. If, if you're not willing to beat them, put the funny thing on. Say, do all that. Bring. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking use your use your girlfriend's hair curler and send those locks down to your chin and um and get upset when people reference you know bad words in the talmud that's that's what i would recommend you do as far as what i would prefer what would happen to to relocate the population of israel i would say flagstaff arizona is a good location um fresno california i mean these Ooh, all yeah. fucking, yeah, no, that's fair. You know, these are places filled with disgusting people, and if they happen to get overran by the Israelis, I'm not going to be too entirely upset about it. Um, Lake Havasu. Ugh. Um, you know, uh, Taos is getting pretty uppity. Taos, New Mexico. I've not heard of that. I only know of Santa Fe and Albuquerque. Okay, okay. Uh, Taos is in the opposite lower corner okay was like an artist colony and then it got you know super bougie it's probably got an epstein base over there uh yeah isn't bill richards the what was he the governor of new mexico he, he had like a was. ranch in new mexico and he was there were fucking kids on the ranch people always forget about the ranch they and people focus on the island because islands are sexy but you know me being a good south dakota boy a good west river south dakota boy i hear about this ranch i go hey what the fuck's going down on that ranch you know right fucking raising cattle no well maybe they no. were i guess i mean listen these things these, these things can happen in tandem you can rape children and also you know they, raise they your own just, teeth. yeah they were, they had like a baby farm 
that uh, you I can be a self-sustaining pedophile. It's well, this is the interesting thing, Zach. There's so much hay being made about the Epstein the releases over the last couple, but at no point, no, nothing's going to happen. At well, there's not only that, but at no point has there been, uh, at least in any of the documents any kind of focus on the work that he was doing via MIT and Harvard and people like Steven Pinker with the we're going to live forever and the Peter Nygaard. We'll just take this egg from you, you perfect, yummy little chocolate princess. And, you know, well, the, and this is how we're going to have uh, eternal life with our seed and we're going to populate the planet. She had something too. She had like I think it was called the Terra Mar project. I think Justine Maxwell headed up, and that was heavily funded by uh, the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do, Clinton Foundation? You can't get. Listen, they're not all gonna be winners. Um, I bet if you look far enough back, there's uh, RFK Jr. money. In Maxwell family startups. Yeah. You know what's crazy? So I was watching this was this was um over the new year. And I was uh visiting my mom in Connecticut and we were watching some some documentary, I forget what it was about. And this documentary documentary nonchalantly uh mentioned uh Robert Maxwell and they they mentioned him as this media mogul in Britain, right? He owned the, the po whatever the fuck it was. Telegraph. A telegraph. Yeah. And, um, it was just so it's funny because you know of him, what you know now, like his ties to the Mossad and how he died and his family and everything. And this was made, this documentary was made. If I remember correctly in 2022, so the Epstein stuff was out, and it's just funny that they would choose to mention Robert Maxwell as like an example of something they were pointing to about, I think it was maybe like like business building or entrepreneurs or something like that. And it was just funny that they did it. it, was, it was, I just heard that, and I went, whoa, and I told my mom, I was like, pause it. And then I said, rewind, who did they, and it, Robert Maxwell, and they showed a picture of him, and I was like, do you know who that is? And she's like, no, because again, they just so, it was so fast and like nonchalant, and she's like, no, and I was like, that's the father of Ghislaine Maxwell, mm-hmm. She's like, and she was like, the woman with Epstein, I was like, yeah, that's, this is very weird that they just kind of mention him in that context, it was a very bizarre thing, but it is, a, that's the epitome of mainstream media, where they like, they just leave everything out, right? They made the. Did you ever even watch the Netflix documentary they made about Epstein? No. It was. I got to maybe the twenty minute mark, and I'm like, yeah, this is clearly just. They're gonna paint this as a crazy guy who got rich and just had horrible intentions, but you know they're not gonna mention any of the time. It was. But it's just funny. It's just funny how they put these things out and then just expect nobody like everybody to go along and in that particular case i will say they did a really good job because it was such a quick sort of you know it was a complimentary portion of the documentary what they weren't focused it was like and robert maxwell built his empire in the british man i was like robert maxwell and it, like it took a minute 
And I was like, Robert Maxwell, who the fuck? Did I go to school with Robert? Like, I was like, what the fuck? How do I know that name? And then it hit me. I was like, this is such a bizarre thing. You know, it's a, it's like a, it's a very bizarre and probably quite effective media tactic to just completely sidestep the, the, the context of the issue. And then if somebody goes, Hey, but what about this? You just go, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, the focus of the documentary was blah, blah. blah. Do you want us to stop the entire documentary? Just <laughs> yeah. That is a like, good point. They're like, what do you, well, what do you want us to do? Fucking remake the documentary? And you're like, all right, sorry. You're right. <laughs> you had a budget. You had a time constraint in the budget. You're right. I'm sorry. Did okay. you mention Robert Maxwell's, you know, personal attorney in that documentary, Mister Mister Samuel Pizar, who raised current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken? Did that I, come up at I all? just, I just learned of that. That is, did you? Yeah. Oh man, Samuel Pizar spoke Kadesh, like the blessing or eulogy at Robert Maxwell's funeral. That's how close they were. Yeah, there's always this network like this. There's so many connections. Like what? What? When you do, if you somebody really, I'm and I'm sure there's some type of like diagram of the connections to the Epstein shit. I'm sure. Um, I just haven't seen it like on a, like in a visual chart. Um, but when you see it, it's astounding, right? Like it's it's like when you first came across like a compiled list of the Clinton body count. You're like, mm-hmm. whoa, <laughs> these people were efficient. They were good at doing what they did, and they killed people. Mm-hmm. Lots of people. Dozens. Yeah. Uh, 50-some, right? 50-some? I do. I think we're in the 60s now. Okay. Because there were a whole bunch. There was like a, a wave of Clinton-connected bodies dropping during COVID. Okay. I didn't I didn't know that that was a... Uh, uh, peak time, peak activity. I knew that there was, I knew that a high point in that was when he was governor of Arkansas. A lot of people died. And, you know, the, the big one that everybody focuses on is Vince Foster. Um, and I know there's, like you said, dozens of others, but, um, I mean, here's the thing, folks. If you haven't, and if you're listening to this show, I'm sure you've already looked into it. But if you haven't looked into the Clinton body count, the most egregious examples of of suicide that can be found in the Clinton body count is Vince Foster and uh, what's called the story of the boys on the tracks, Don Henry and Kevin Ives, who were teenagers in Arkansas who stumbled across one of the drop points during the. the Barry Seal era when we were bringing in drugs from um, uh, Nicaragua and uh, then packaging them and, and selling them in the inner cities. Um, and that was the time when Bill Clinton was working with the CIA and Ronald Reagan. And it, this all, again, the, these all these things ties into Operation Northwoods and the Sandinistas and Reagan, I mean, Reagan and Clinton knew they had a, they were, it was a teamwork thing, you know? Um, But it is, it's astounding how blatantly obvious, like the Robert Maxwell thing or the, or the Clinton body. It's astounding how just it's right in front of you. 
And for whatever reason, and I don't know if this is more of a compliment to the mainstream media on how to pivot and, and hide things or how, if it's an insult to the American populace, the American consumer of this media, what's, what is more likely, Steve, is everybody dumb or, and don't say it's a mix because I know you're going to say it's a mix because, and that's true, (laughs) but is everybody dumb or is, is the media truly the tactics of, of distraction and misinformation that influential which one well, if you had to pick look one. It, at this point at this point especially if you've watched any of the israeli propaganda for the last three months you you know that there are it's probably more people are dumb mm. if you have to pick one if yeah. it's a which one is the great if it's greater than less than thing at yeah. this point it, greater than dumb yeah, the the greater than side is dumb, one hundred percent. The tactics of propaganda that have got only gotten the look. We're about to get the big AI deep fake. Every image that's going to come out, there's going to be. We've talked about this on the show. Chris uh, Rancast uh, has said, "Look, we're going to see." uh you know old nazi concentration camp stuff with actually functioning gas chambers and chimneys that were connected to the buildings and stuff like that we're gonna do whatever dom luker just gave uh narrative management uh you yeah and i'm not i'm not saying 100 percent it's ai but man i'm gonna be surprised if it's legitimate i really am uh, it'll take a while to to break down. How long did Ashton Forbes have that flight MH370 thing up and running with all the money on the table before it finally got broke down to the point where he was like, okay, I'm going to admit that the video was a hoax, but we don't have really, nobody really solved it, so we don't have to pay anybody. It's a good argument. Did you solve it? No. Well, neither did we. We're in the same right, boat. right, right. So I guess we don't have to to cough up any of that hundred k. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not that big of a fine, by the way. Um, have you? So uh, I, I want to close with this a little light. Let's talk. It's enough of this Israel bullshit, okay? We don't need to talk about the Jews on this podcast. You know me. I'm. You know how fuck. You know how pro fucking Israel I am. You know what? I apologize. I, I did, yeah, you, Steve, you make me sick. You're wearing blue. You have white headphones. I, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, I am dressed for it. I mean, I understand I'm wearing blue and white, but my shirt is a little bit different. Yeah. True. That is, um, and that's not AI. That's a real picture. That's a real picture from uh, from her her stint as the Secretary of State. Correct. Um, this is the official staff photo. That's exactly right. You go to the White House website. That's what's on there. Um, I have come across a series of videos of this gentleman on Instagram making just the most disgusting and bizarre foods you could ever dream about it. And I like cooking videos, but I like real cooking videos. This is not like a real cooking video. And you'll see what I mean in a minute. This is not real food. It's just nuts. It's, it's crazy shit that he makes 
and then he eats it at the end. I'll give it to him. He doesn't just make it. He eats it at the end. Um, but it's just disgusting. And it's, I think it falls under the category of ASMR cooking, um, which may be a reason why I am gravitating toward it. I don't know why exactly, but it just fascinates me. And I would, I am in no way, shape or form appetized by this. It does not induce any hunger in me. In fact, if anything, I should be watching these videos more to lose about 10 pounds. But it's just, it's a very niche, you know, series of videos. And I'm not sure if you've ever come across it, but it's something that I've come across recently. And uh, it, like I said, it fascinates me. So why don't, why don't we take a look at this, uh, this uh, food masterpiece here. For anybody who's just listening, that was, I'm not joking, probably 60 slices of Kraft American singles and sliced ham. I mean, then, he's, yeah, easily. And he is now pouring a batter, some type of batter over it. Yeah, we're hoping. <laughs> and he he crushed up a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos and coated it. Uh, as a substitute for breadcrumbs, and now he's deep frying it. And uh, now this will be the reveal. Oh, of course. <laughs> They've always said Asian, genuine Asian cuisine is bizarre. They've always said that. I mean, you just, do you have to be extra Korean about it? Um, the weird part is that it, it only melted the cheese on the sides. Like, if you look in the middle here, it's not like it's melted cheese. No, well, it's, it's Velveeta, it looked like. I mean, it could just be like flash deep fried just to give it that nice flaming hot cheetos crust have it bond to the uh yeah the the cheese and i'm i'm going to guess ham uh, yeah it looked like ham i do you understand the allure a little bit or or is am, am I, like cuz here's the thing i am repulsed by the food itself but the video, I, I, I it, it, there's an allure to it. I yeah, it, the well, I mean, on an auditory level, it, I, it I is. I think that's it, what it is. It's fast. I mean, it's there's some crazy sounds going on, and yeah. then when you get to see what those crazy sounds have produced, it's uh, I but you can't look away it's it, you know there's a semi that jackknifed on the freeway it took out a bus and nuns and three motorcycles you're slowing down to watch yes yeah it's a rubbernecking video basically yeah yeah and yeah and congratulations for you know it, it not being porn because it's effectively going to do the same thing you, i think that's what it is it's like the stimulus is the same it's like waking up the same part of the brain um, and it's funny because again, you saw it, at the end he eats, he eats it. Yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> he's and he's. By the way, this is not a, like a morbidly obese man. This is no a decent looking Asian gentleman. Seems to be in shape. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, or at least, yeah, yeah. At least not like on death's door or anything. He's not like he's not visually out of shape. You know, it's not. You wouldn't look at him and go, "He's out of shape." Um, I th- you know what it is. It, let me. Can I tell you what it is? It's this right here. <laughs> yeah, and then it speeds up. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the type of it's such a it's it's a deep audio that you get in like movie theaters. Like do you you know if I don't know if they do this anymore. I haven't been to a movie theater in a while, but if you if you went to the movies in the past like 5 years, they have the popcorn and Coca-Cola ads beforehand and then like mm-hmm. when they pour the coke and the ice and the fizz it's like that. It's like a very deep audio that like wakes up a part of your brain and makes you want more of it. If that yes. makes sense. I don't know if I'm yes. making any sense. No, I'm no, trying no. to justify very... my allure to this disgusting genre of video, but I keep watching them. I keep watching them and every single whatever whatever he makes it's disgusting and it's something I would never dream about eating. But I can't take my eyes away. I it's yeah yeah I I don't know man it's maybe it's activating the same parts uh, of your brain as the boys dip. Well, first of all, don't I mean, be you did you did liken it to sexual gratification. Listen, but. first of all, nothing will ever replace the boys dip. Let's not be disrespectful. Let's have let's you know listen. There are certain things in American culture or Canadian or just we'll say Western culture in general that deserve to be venerated, right? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. There, Listen, there's a lot of people out there who think that it's a real bad and, and, and insulting thing to question the bombing campaign that Israel has, um, we'll say, endowed gaza with south africa for example who just took them to the international court of justice for genocide yeah Federbro, Federbro had uh Federbro went after south af what's Federbro going after south af for come on come on Federbro. you just got out of the hospital keep your mouth shut all right although this looks like a fetterman meal that was a fetterman meal um if you think so the same way that uh, Pro-Zionist, pro-Israel Jews in America might think it's uh, insanely insulting to question whether or not it's a good thing that Israel uh, bombs children. And you say, well, they have their right to exist. And you see you, that, that same level of taking offense. That's what I feel when people insult the boys dip. Okay. 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 And I, I think it's, I think it's much like what, the, what Congress is trying to do now, which is saying that denying Israel has the right to exist is now officially anti-Semitic, which Thomas Massey went on CNN and just fucking verbally raped that, that woman 
and I, that's the wrong choice of words, but that's the only thing I could think of at the time. Um, I forget the Curb name. Stomp, like Ed Norton in American History X. That's what Correct. he did to that woman. Yeah, he fucking he fucking snowplowed. Uh, he 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 uh he was the snowplow and she was Jeremy Renner. All right, that's what happened. And this is a bill that's in completely absurd. Which, and by the way, this is something that's culturally been happening for decades now, where criticism of anything Israel does is is uh, tantamount to anti-Semitic. Yeah. yeah. And obviously this is the same thing. It's like people who critic or people who criticize the American government. Do they hate America or Americans? It's like, no, I am in America. I I like it. I'm an American. I like me and other Americans. I don't like the government, but it's the same. It's the same notion. And for whatever reason, it just, it doesn't transfer. It doesn't make sense. It's so crazy because there's a lot of people that I see on Twitter and in politics and in the media, they're they're like, oh, we shouldn't be spending endless money in the Ukraine, and and we should have a, America first. And uh, you know, why are we why are we spending? You know, we're, we're misallocating taxpayer funds. Are we questioning whether or not what tax dollars or or, or taking tax away is the government should even have the right to do so? And I'm like, okay, it makes a lot of sense. And they go, but Israel has the right to defend itself. And I'm like. Yeah, I mean, defending yourself is a human right. Bombing a hospital isn't. <laughs> that, yeah. You know. They're uh, like, why do you support Hamas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you know what the bad, it's like, like, if you criticize Israel and they're like, why do you support Hamas? And I'm like, I don't support Hamas, but Israel did. Yeah. Why did you support Hamas? Not yeah. me. I didn't send them any money. I'm not the reason the two guys that you all think run Hamas that you all hate who live in Qatar and are totally protected by Mossad and MI6 have millions and millions, if not a billion dollars between the two of them. That's why it's your government that gives them that money. Did you see there was an article and I, I, I don't read articles. I just read headlines and I forget everything that I read. I forget immediately. And, but there was, a Mossad agent that was arrested recently, maybe not recently, but at, I don't know. He was basically, he was part of like a terror group, like an Islamic mm-hmm. terror group. And he was arrested because it's basically like, this is the, they're, 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 they're Whitmering or what's the Michigan. Yeah. Whitmer. Yeah. Yeah. Gretchen Whitmer or whatever. Gretch. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like 10 out of the 12 are FBI agents. It's like half of the fucking terrorists are probably Mossad agents. It's the same shit. Turkey just rounded up a whole. It was they. They said thirty-three. Ding, ding, ding. But mm. yeah, thirty-three Mossad agents that yeah. were uh, that were undercover as a particular group. Uh, of Maybe that's what I read. Um, there, there have been well, just today, uh, Israeli outlet Enet came out with an article that was like, oh yeah. The Hannibal Directive, that's a thing. And it was fully in operation on October 7th. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the Hannibal Directive, it's simply this. The state of Israel has a policy that if there are Israeli civilians in the way of their bombs, tough shit. 
It's the Old Testament. <laughs> That's the Old better, Testament thought. Better dead Israelis than a live Israeli hostage that we have to negotiate the release for, especially when that's going to include releasing 10 times the amount of Palestinians. That's the Hannibal Directive. So now we've got yeah, Israeli publications confirming it. This is something that, that I was told just three months ago was a uh, just rabid right-wing Nazi uh, little little piece of anti-Semitism, mm. and it was a so it was a, just a it was lie. a segment on my podcast. Uh, yeah, or or our show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's the old listen, folks. It's the old Hegelian dialect. It's what I'm talking about. Now, right. I I know I know that we're trying to wrap. Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to to find a particular clip that I had. Ah, uh, you know what? Never mind. It's okay. It's okay. Well, listen, we love Jews. You know us, folks. Love the blacks. Love the Jews. Love the gays. We're a little iffy on the Filipinos. You know, if they, let's, you know, let's, we'll monitor their behavior. Right. They they need that. We love they, everybody. We just, all we do is a free speech platform. You know, what can I say? What can I say? You know, I'm a free speech maximalist. That's fair. I don't even really know what that means. I don't care. I've, you know, what's crazy. So, for when I first started this podcast, I did care about like protecting. Like, I really the over everything else completely. I just cared about like you should be able to say what you want. That's the only thing I gave a fuck about. And then I slowly developed more opinions that led me toward, I, I guess. I guess libertarianism-ish, kind of. Um, and at this point, if someone came to me and whispered in my ear like fucking George Bush in that classroom, if they were like, listen, um, Gaza is gone. Israel is invading California. I would probably, if I was doing the podcast, I'd really, I'd probably go, oh, yeah? Hmm. That's wild. We'll cover it after this. Steve, I've got a video to show you. And you'll dip. I'll dip your son into the lake. It'll be a dipper's delight. P.U. Those boys are going to smell like stinky fish. Why? But you got to dip those boys. <laughs> no. God fucking damn it. That's so funny. Holy fucking Christ. You know what's... I, I can't... Uh, there's no way... Usually I end these podcasts on like a rant, folks. I can't get any funnier than that, okay? <laughs> I wish I had comedic talent that could top that video. I can't. I don't, okay? It makes me insecure how fucking funny that is. And I might fucking... I'm going to have a bad night now. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Let it be a guiding light. Let boys dip. Be your muse. Let Mr. Prosh Prish Prishamahamanon or whatever the fuck Prish, Doug's Prish name Prish, is. Prish Prish Preen. Prish Preen. Prish Preen. Yeah. Uh, um, let, let, let old Doug, let old Doug be uh, the guiding light, the beacon toward freedom. And, and, uh, you know, and funny. Freedom and funny. 
Jesus Christ. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, amwakeupshow.com. Absolutely everything else we do can be found from there. Uh, yeah, go follow on Twitter, Slow Newsday Show. And AM Wake Up has a separate Twitter handle or no? Uh, it does. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, well, I'm inevitably going to lose both. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. See, here's and this will be interesting. So this one's going to go up on YouTube. We just didn't we didn't say anything about the vaccine in particular, but we were very critical of Israel or not. We, I shouldn't even say very critical, but we were, you know, there was an implied criticism of israel there was you know i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and i don't want to sound like i i hate the the jews because that's gonna that's gonna be harsh that's i because i died but zionism as a political philosophy is actual terrorism this and this is just steve's attempt to get me taken down (laughs) (laughs) this is a this is where you look at the camera directly at the camera. You go, Jews? No bueno. No, I, sir, not for me. Look, I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying uh, that that Israel doesn't have a right to exist because you can't you obviously can't say that. I don't think right. anybody is trying to make that point. That would be ridiculous. The uh, encouraged relocation to perhaps Ukraine or somewhere a little bit colder uh, may be something they have to consider no, as I think a result. Maybe the American Southwest would probably be a better region for them. Well, and you would think that also Miami, naturally. But then, yeah, but you got to earn. You got to. You can't. You got to. You gotta spend a few years in America before you get to Miami. The Miami Jews, they've uh, they've put their time in elsewhere. That's what I believe. Okay, if you want to be a Miami Jew, you up your income to about $95,000 a year. That'll get you a starter home in Miami. Save up for a few years. Go down there, uh, you know, get in a verbal altercation with a Cuban woman. It's a just a blast. It's a blast. Only hire Eastern Europeans for your, your nannies. Your servants, right? Yeah. God, what a life. You know, I I, uh, I begin to wonder if I would have been better off if I was born into a Jew family. You would have your own Shabbos goy. <laughs> you would. And I get that. I could do a podcast called Good Shabbos. You could. You could. And then I'd have a segment called Welcome to Shul. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? And then at the end, I'd go, shul. I'm going to take you to Shul. That's right. And then I'd say, Flip listen, the chair around backwards. And then I'd say, listen, this is this segment's called the Shul of Hard Knocks. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, that's money. That is money, Zach. Listen, unfortunately, you know, you can't rewind time, but I may be converting to Judaism. And um, if Javier Malay can do it, you can, Zach. You could be president of our. Is he Jewish? No. Oh. Although this is interesting. This is interesting. I found this out. Bibby, I read uh, Bibby's real last name is Milikowski. And it's spelled oh, the Mile part is yeah. Uh it, the Mile part is spelled just like Javier Mile. Is it M I L L E I? Is that M I L E I Kowski? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I could sit here and daydream about 
what my life would have been like if I would have been born to a Jewish family, but that's a waste of time. Instead, I'm going to return to the darkness of my thoughts that I will never have the creative or comedic talent to be as funny as Boys Dip. Um, go follow Steve. Don't be a fag. Okay. Not that every time I have, I, he, he, you know what's funny, Steve? I only have guests that have a much bigger following than me on my podcast. And then I tell my followers to go follow them. Like they're going to get a bump from me. Um, we'll take that unfit statesman bump, Zach. We will. We will. This is, listen, it's a loyal bump, right? It's a loyal bump. That's what I'll say about my fans. They're loyal. Good boys, right? Thanks, okay. pigs. Yes. Don't be fucking misbehaving out there, folks. Good boys. Okay? Good boys, Deb. All right? Thank you, everybody.